Nicholas. May, may we all not just crave spiritual milk, but may we crave meat. I was just not too long ago in that, in that passage in John four thirty four, where you know Jesus is he tells the disciples after they went to go get food, and he says, "My meat or my food is the will is to do the will of the Father and to finish His work." And may that be so for all of us. But I feel like there's times where we have to, even as grown ups, go back and sip on spiritual milk at times. Um, so yeah. Does anybody have anything to share? Come up here, Joseph. So uh, I was actually going to ask, like, ask you to pray for me, but then I was like, oh, let's share. Uh, so Zeke and I went on a uh, a trip this week to the aquarium in Newport, and it was it was really great. And he just wanted to, like, we were gonna. My idea was maybe to go camping or something, and he didn't want to do that. He wanted to get an Airbnb and go to some destination. So I'm like, yeah, okay. So it was really fun. But um, while we're at the Airbnb, I just, like my own, I don't know really how to distinguish everything, but between my own like discernment gifting and just the spiritual environment of the Airbnb we're in and the neighborhood and stuff, I've just been kind of, kind of like all off kilter ever since. And I feel like it's just, I don't know. I feel like, uh, like when we first got there and I was teaching Zeke about this, about how when we go visit a place, we have to recognize the spiritual environment and we have to, we need to assert our authority as children of the King, you know, as Christ living in us. So we did that, we worshiped and it was good and we, I felt like we had breakthrough, but I still, and then I, and then I didn't know if it was like my own empathy and because the, the hosts of the Airbnb were upstairs, so I didn't know if it was like my own discernment and empathy of like what was going on with them. But anyway, I don't know. It's, this was like the best time to share this, but we're family, right? So I guess it's okay. Yeah. So I'd love to have prayer, and, and I don't know. Whatever you want to go with that. I, I know that feeling. Have, you, have y'all ever had that feeling where you go somewhere and you're just like, this, just something's not right. I feel like off balance. Um, and you, because there's, there's so much more going on around us. Like Joseph said, there's a spiritual realm that we can't like physically see with our own eyes. But sometimes you, it's almost like you can cut it with a knife. Like it's just, it just doesn't feel right. And of course, like Joseph did, the best thing to do is, is to pray and to worship. I remember we had this, I was in a setting one time and I just, I just immediately just, just started praying and just almost shouting out things. And I was in the middle of the woods because I felt like this dark, dark presence that was almost trying to like shut me up or try to overtake me. So yeah, let's pray. So Father, we just, we come to you. The one who, who just speaks and stills every voice, uh, every water and um, that wages war on our behalf and the things that we don't see. And Lord, I just ask that you would speak peace, Lord over Joseph, over Zeke, Lord. I even ask that you would speak wherever they were, Lord, that you would speak the word peace, Lord, that shalom wouldn't just happen within Joseph and Zeke. It would happen through that whole city, through that whole house. Yes. So, Father, we just we come to you and we say the, you, the, the thing that you have done from the very beginning to the thing that you're doing now is to speak. So we ask that you speak peace, that you would still the waters, that you would calm our souls, Lord, that we can focus on you. In Jesus' name, amen. That's some real stuff. (laughs) Some real stuff.
Anybody else? Mr. Chris. He's got some detailed instructions for us. So we're going to follow up. Praise Jesus. I'm going to scoot this back here just a little bit. Can y'all hear me or am I speaking too softly? Okay. Not too long ago, might have even been last week, I don't know, two weeks ago, Trenton spoke. He saw me looking at him. And he, he spoke on a baptism of the Holy Spirit. And he made the point that baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues are two different things. And I like that. I agreed with that. And I told him, Travis has me set to speak July the 2nd, I think. So I'll just do mine on tongues. And that way together we'll iterate the fact that they're two different things and we'll just, you know, it'll be great. And then Travis sent me a text message. I got a bug out. Can you cover this weekend? Now first I thought, well, I'll just do the tongue stain now. And then I thought, no, that's a, a heavy subject with much rhetoric surrounding it everywhere you go. So it might be best to wait until Travis is here before I wade into that. So uh, I want to speak on one of my favorite spiritual disciplines today. Then we're going to do it. <laughs> Show of hands, who here knows who Kevin Burgess is? We've almost got us a new generation in town. He's a good old fella. He's a. When it comes, like for a long time, he's not in town anymore. So, yeah, it's a trick question. But for a long time, when it came to. The guys who were always in the middle of any revival type event, Burgess was just one of the usual suspects, you know. He was uh, one of the two guys that made Ichthus actually happen for a long time back when it was happening. He uh, took advantage of the chance to tell me a story one time. He said he was preaching somewhere and never told me where. I assume it was a little country church somewhere. Not more than a couple hundred miles from here. And he said uh, he started out he gave him this long academic spiel going through as many verses as he could speak of on the subject of shouting in the Bible. Old Testament, New Testament, Middle Testament, all of them. And then after it was done, when he was done through speaking, 
And you can see that some of them were actually listening kind of into this. Took that little bind-up alarm clock. Set it for five minutes from now. And said, all right, everybody on your feet. I'm not going to do that. But, you know, it is easier to project when you're standing if you can. Anyway, a week for five minutes. We're going to shout and holler like a bunch of wild human beings. Politically correct words, right? Human beings. We're going to shout and holler like a bunch of wild human beings as loud as we can for the next five minutes. And he said it took me about a minute and a half to get him started. But then when the alarm clock went off, I, it took a long time to get him to stop. Because something took over. Now, some of y'all may remember back when we were over in the octagon. It's a Chuck Norris movie. Back when we were over in the cocoon. Sometimes I would slip around behind the wall and start hauling my head off for a while. Burgess is the reason for that. Okay? It all goes back to that one story he told me. I've said, since then, seriously, I've come to see shouting as a spiritual discipline. I remember being in seminary and we had this book we had to read on the list of spiritual disciplines. The name of it was Habits of the Mind. Probably, they probably got some different book by a different author on the same subject. And it had, you know, fasting and quiet meditation and tithing and shouting wasn't in there. But uh, when I when I do my book on spiritual disciplines, it's probably going to be chapter one because uh, for me it's easier. Meditation's rough on me, man. My mind wanders. But running my mouth—that's not a problem. Um, I'll tell you right now, I have found shouting to be an incredibly liberating thing to do. Now, when Burgess first had that talk with me, there was probably at least an 18-month lag time before I ever obeyed the Lord and actually did this. That was a time in my life I was having a lot of dreams. And the dreams would always have the same plot, okay? I'd be inside a building somewhere, and it'd be these hallways that connected to other hallways that connected to other hallways. And I'm just roaming all these hallways looking for a way out. And there never is one. Not a real happy dream, all right? One time I was like even riding a horse inside and the horse was agitated. The horse wanted out. And then I kept, now there's years of dreams where I'm looking for a way out of this building that I'm in and there's just not one. Sometimes, like, there's even windows where I can see out, but there's not a way out. Well, aggravating. But then there came a time where in these dreams, boy, I'm wanting to to roam away from the microphone here. In these dreams, I'm walking the hallway again. Is Is this getting me? And I just finally decided to quit. Quit walking and just randomly pick a spot in the wall, start kicking a hole. Mm-hmm. 
went outside in the dream. When I started picking a hole, I started shouting. That's how I finally got out of that village, wherever it was, in that dream. That's a, that's a good dream to wake up from, stay woke up from. But it's a key, it's a breakthrough tool. And it's something that requires a lot more doing and a lot less understanding. <laughs> They're coming out from you, a, a, a movie. Man, I barely talk. They come out of a movie about Elvis right now. And uh, Elvis had several spiritual shortcomings. He had one thing in common with Jesus Christ. They both prefer a little less talk and a lot more action. Alright? And sometimes shouting is a place where these quiet inner things take a physical form, they take an action, they project into the physical environment around us. But at the same time, there's still something going on we can't explain inside us. It's, it's the same process as the meditation. We just grab it from a different handle. David, David, I need your help. I have a list of wonderful verses up here full of deep insight. And what we're going to do is we're going to, St. David and I, we're going to take turns speaking them so that one can be looking one up while the other guy is speaking. That way you won't have to listen to us consuming time. We'll set this right here between us. We can position ourselves as if the singer be wet, although we're not. Joshua, chapter 6, verse 20. Say it again, sir. Thank the Lord. Shout your blessings. Now, if you're going to speak on shouting, you've got to start with the battle of Jericho, right? I'm good. When the trumpet sounded, the people shouted. And at the sound of the trumpet, when the people gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So every man charged straight in, and they took the city. They devoted the city to the Lord and destroyed with the sword every living thing, men and women, young and old, cattle, sheep, and dogs. And if you feel like going for another verse or two, don't let Okay. Psalm 101. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. And I'm going to go to worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Psalm 98. Start in verse 4. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Psalm 47 5. God has ascended amid. Shouts of joy, the Lord amid the sounding of the trumpets. Now, if you think you're afraid, make a bunch of noise and shout in front of people. Just try the ultimate act of vulnerability is letting people see how long it takes you to look up something. Matthew chapter 21, 
Verse 9. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Jesus entered Jerusalem. The whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth and Galilee. Matthew 10, 27. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roots. John chapter 11, verse 43. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. First Thessalonians 4 16. For the Lord Himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Second Chronicles chapter 13, verse 15. And the men of Judah raised the battle cry. The sound of their battle cry, God routed Jeroboam and all Israel before the Bible in view. Revelation 19.6 Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters and loud curls of thunder, shouting, Hallelujah, for our Lord God Almighty reigns. 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 15 David, David wearing a linen ephod, and danced before the Lord with all his might, while he and the entire house of Israel brought the ark of the Lord with shouts and the sound of trumpets. Job eight twenty one, he will fill, you will yet fill your mouth with laughter, and your lips with shouts of joy. Proverbs chapter eleven verse ten. This is real important for an election year. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. When the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. Jeremiah 31, 7. This is what the Lord says. Sing for joy for Jacob. Shout for the foremost of the nations. Make your praises heard and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Luke chapter 17, verse 15. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where was the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this father? Then he said to him, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. You got first ten? 1 Kings 8.55 When Solomon had finished all these prayers and supplications to the Lord, he rose from before the altar of the Lord, where he had been kneeling with his hands spread out toward heaven. He stood and blessed the whole assembly of Israel in a loud voice. John chapter 7, start with verse 37. On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Jesus, 
stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. Can you set an alarm clock for six minutes from now? Shouts for deliverance. There were shouts for praise and thankfulness. Um, so I just I encourage you, especially when Chris releases this. Um, not to just go back to like the thing that I've been involved with the Lord, like just interacting with him and having these encounters with the Lord, like he can't shut me up. So I say, just go back to the things the Lord's done for you. You know, whether even if you're shouting for like the church is even doing. Um, something that's interesting too, and I thought about this when you were you were, you were talking. Dr. Seaman is I'm pretty close with the seminary professor at the seminary. He said when the Holy Spirit came on a certain people group, this is what they did. He said the Quakers quaked, the Shakers shake, and the Methodists shout. And then he says, or at least they used to. I think Chris is really tapping into something. I think he's actually calling the Methodists to rise up. From the ashes and start shouting. That's how they're going to do it. So I just think it's very interesting. All right. First of all, I'll start out by saying that we all know each other here. Then I want to remind you that everybody knows you ain't right know how. So there's nothing to lose. And I want to get into details of this. We will not play background music. I'm, I'm going to start doing what a done at different times. I want to encourage you, if something comes to mind, shout that. Otherwise, take the hymnal, take the words of a song, shout them as loud as you can. Just look up a song, the Beatitudes, it really doesn't matter. When I'll start, when I start, please start. I have no physical means by which to force you to do this. <laughs> yeah, freedom to move. I, I will say it's a lot easier to project and be loud when you're standing on your feet. I'll say I understand not wanting to. I got flat feet myself. But I'm going to go ahead and do this. Lord God, I thank you for this. I thank you for these people. Oh, Jesus, I thank you for getting me in this town such a time as this. I was Lord God, we thank you for this. Lord God, we ask you for more. Help us make these things a habit. 
Lord, we ask you for more of this freedom. Lord, we ask you for freedom for this time. Oh, and by the way, that was like what an ordinary moment of Cambridge literally looked like, okay? Except that we're not outside. But I mean, that just happened most of the time. But Lord God, these people want your spirit. Lord, they've waited a long time. Lord, we build on the promises till we can't remember exactly what was said when the promise was given. We just hold on to promises out of habit. Lord God, it's time. Teach us how to open our mouth so that you can hear. We want this, Lord. Everything you've got coming to us. What happened here is a small part of what you've got coming to us. Lord God, this season, this summer, open us up. I want to encourage y'all to do that often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do it in your home. Do it wherever you go. <clears throat> yeah, there's there's some liberation with within that. And I think that y'all just felt that. I know I did. I felt such liberation to shout even some stuff that I've been wanting to say quietly. I just want to encourage you to shout to the Lord. Make his praises known. The Father said everything he had to say to us through his Son. And his Spirit is just resonating all those words. And the church is the voice of God now. So yeah, may we shout. That's my imperative for you. Which I'm just Copy what Chris said. Shout. Shout. So, Father, we just ask that you would shout through us, Lord. That we have nothing good to say on our own, Lord. But you want to shout through us, Lord. So we give you permission to shout through us. Lord, we ask that you would make your name great in our own lives, in our own houses, Lord. In this city. In this, in our church, Lord, that you would make your name great, that you would wave your banner, your Jesus banner that blows in the wind of your spirit, Lord. It says, these are my people who are called by my name, and they shout for me and with me. In Jesus' name.